This is The Huddle. Sports, passion, positivity. Hello and welcome back to The Huddle. Here at The Huddle we like to focus on positive sports chat. We love to hear from sports people about their lives, their careers and our sport can have a positive impact on our communities. Our names are Otis, Archie, Elra and Kingy. Today we are lucky enough to have Atlanta Lolo here with us. Atlanta is a try scoring up and coming hooker for Matatu, Canterbury and the Western Force is Australia's Super W. She is currently playing for Canterbury in the Fire Palmer Cup with her sister Martha who is an OG podcast guest. Welcome to the Huddle Atlanta. Tell us what growing up was like for you. Uh, growing up was pretty fun. Well I have, other than Martha we have three other siblings so we all tried to play as many sports as we can and um, as you get with siblings like fighting all the time. <laughs> always loud and always running around. Eh? Who in your family is your biggest supporter and how do they support you? Um, I think in my family would be my siblings and my dad. When we were younger, my dad would pretty much cook us breakfast for before all our sports games, wake up the earliest and just be there at every game. Till this day, he's always at every game. <laughs> do, your, do your other siblings play any sports? Yep. Um, so we all used to play like different sports, but we all now play rugby. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby's taken over the whole family. Yeah. Best sport in the world. Yep. What is it like playing in the same team as your sister, Martha? She's older than you. Does it feel like she bosses you around? Sometimes it does. <laughs> she tries. <laughs> oh, she tries a lot, but I'm my own person, so I just tell her to go away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what all siblings do. They're like, nah, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I love Canterbury, the Crusaders, and the All Blacks. What teams did you support when you were growing up? Um, when we were younger, I think my dad would have supported like Auckland and Northland because that's where they're from. Yeah, which is a bit of a stinger, right? <laughs> but now it's Canterbury, right? Yeah, well, yeah. We can't, he can't still support Northland. Yeah, this, Canterbury is the best region, right? Yep. Yes, yep. 100%. Yeah. Yep, always. Always going to be as well. <laughs> What's it like travelling to lots of places? What are the good things and what are the bad things? Uh, it's pretty cool travelling, eh? Um, I haven't come across many bad things. Do you mean like going over the ditch to Oz? Or like in, general, like in New Zealand when we go anywhere, oh, just, just travelling. In general. Oh yeah, it's great. Like when everything's like it's paid for, right? We don't have to pay for it yourself. Yeah. It's great. Um, but yeah, I think just having everything sorted for you is the best part. Who do you look up to and why? Um, aside from my siblings and my yeah, aside from my siblings, say like the black friends, like they've paved a pathway for the girls coming through, mm-hmm. and they have. They're like role models for us. So, well, yeah. you'll be one of the black fans soon. I hope so. Marcel, <laughs> get there. that we had on the podcast, she said that you're going to be a black fan. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> we asked her who are the up-and-coming greats, and she said you. Oh, that's oh, that's really nice of her. You yeah. guys got me all flustered and everything. <laughs> <I didn't say. laughs> My favourite food is fried chicken. Shout out to Bobby Wayne at CNC Chicken and Cornbread. Describe your favourite meal. Ooh. Oh, you already said fried chicken, eh? Yeah, you can say. Oh, you can say fried chicken. Oh yeah, I take KFC up any day. <laughs> oh yeah, but nice. don't tell a nutritionist. I'll get in trouble <laughs> yeah. again. <laughs> what is the biggest challenge being a professional sports person? Um, I think it'll have to be the mental prep, and I guess the injuries that come with that. Um, but it's pretty good in our space where we have people that we can go to when that happens. Have you been injured yourself in your career? Yeah, um, when I was. I think maybe third year that I started playing rugby, I did my shoulder. 
So I had to get reconstructive surgery, which put me out like a whole season. So that was a bit of recovery, but we're good now. (laughs) (laughs) What advice would you give to young people that would like to make sport their career? Um, I guess always try and have your head in check uh, because it is the mental side, which is the biggest thing that you're going to have to get through. But um, yeah, as soon as you see signs that you're dropping, like find help and don't be afraid to find help. Do you have people in the Canterbury team that are like, that's their job? Yes. So we have a mental skills coach and we have a PDM, which is the person that helps us find Mm -hmm. like other help. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as that happens, that's when we go to them, those two. Yeah. My favourite players are Rich Moong, Fibu Reese, Artie Savia, Renee Holmes and Billy Harmon. Who is your favourite player and why? Uh, your favourite players? I'd like to say Richie McCall because he yeah. wasn't. <laughs> but yeah. um, at the moment it would also be Liana Michele Tu'u. She's right. number eight for Black Friends. Um, her physicality is out the gate and yeah. I just aspire to be like that. Yeah, she's <laughs> a very, very good player. Yeah. At our tough tea, we are part of Ear to Tangata, which is about helping people understand and tackle tall poppy syndrome. You have value, others matter, and we succeed together are the three elements of Etu Sangata. Have any of these elements played a role in your sporting career and how? Yeah, I guess that's the whole, I guess, concept of rugby, right? Because we're a team sport. They're going together and, I guess, being great. But also that value part is yeah. also knowing your own value, um, which is what pretty much in Matatu and Canterbury is what we go through at the start of the season is knowing your strengths and your value and what you bring to the table. So that's, that's pretty cool for the three values that you guys have. Oh, yeah. Cool. What are your goals for the next two years? Um, I'd say making the Black Friends, mm. but whether that happens in two years or not, I'm not sure, but that would be like the ultimate rugby goal, right? I'll say you, you and Martha will make the Black Friends. That's my prediction. <laughs> it's like we should make bets, right? Oh, yep. we're allowed to do that, was it? <laughs> Probably not a good look, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what is your first memory of rugby? Um, so growing up I didn't play rugby, but we did bull rush. Who <laughs> doesn't play a bit of ball rugby? Right? Yeah, um, but my first memory of rugby will probably be in primary school. We had this thing called Kuru Games. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, right. I'm just going to drop netball for this this tournament, which my coach was actually pretty unhappy about. Wow. But then I tried rugby and um, I was wrestling boys and I like got smashed. <laughs> that was fun too. <laughs> yeah. Been steamed when you decided to go full time with rugby. Yeah. Yeah, me and Elra went to our Kudo games and we lost every single game. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we did too. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you play as a kid? Like, what was your first club? If you did. Ah, uh, yeah. So I didn't play as a kid. Like, yeah. like I said, we played Bull Rush. But when I did join, all my family, wherever we are in New Zealand, we played for Marist. So my first club was Marist Albion. Ah. What do you guys think about that? Nah. Shirley Vikings. Oh, yeah, Shirley? Nah, I play for Brighton. Oh, Brighton. We got a Brighton one too. He, he plays rug- uh, football. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a Fermi base. Yeah, Fermi base. How old were you? How old were you when you started playing rugby? Uh, about 15. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. So not so too early, yeah. How old are you? I'm 20. Oh, five. Oh, it's only five years. Yeah. <laughs> About that's to go that's pro. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to earn. What made you want to drop netball for that season and play rugby? Uh, I guess, well, I reached a point where I was like, I kind of want to try something new. And then I just dropped all sport and I was like, I've always wanted to try and pick up rugby. I've just been a bit too scared or been like, mm, a little bit iffy with yeah. it. And then I was like, you know what, stuff it. I'm just going to go in with it and then give everything in that one game. 
and it turned mm-hmm. into a couple of weeks and a season. <laughs> <laughs> I really like putting on big hits. What's your favourite thing? Smashing people, scoring tries, try celebrations or something else? I think my favourite thing should be scoring tries, but I don't get many of those. <laughs> so smashing people is where I can get the most opportunity. You and Martha scored a couple against Wellington. Yeah, that was, I think, my first in, ever in FEC. Damn, you ran straight through them there. <laughs> Unstoppable. Yeah, it was like the hardest thing I'd ever done. Like, my lungs were like, <laughs> I was going to pop. <laughs> what is it like to have fans? It's cool. It's different. It's, it's kind of hard because you're like, oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? Or not doing the right thing but then at the end of the day when they're just when they're there to support you it's like it, you just we get very grateful for it because yeah you just don't know who's in your corner until you see them like always there mm-hmm. which is cool you always have that one person in your corner there yeah and it's cool seeing other people there too yeah yeah well if one of you or martha's off and one of you be cheering for the other yeah <laughs> literally in the corner on the bench mm. yeah <laughs> If you are enjoying this episode of the podcast, why not check out our latest interview with the Women's Rugby World Cup winner, Grace Brucker. What was it like playing for the force in the Super W? It was different from the New Zealand comp. It was pretty cool to experience, though. But um, where they're based was really cool to live in. Oh, yeah. Because didn't you have time for, like, Opiki as well? Yeah, so right after Opiki, I think it was maybe a day or two right after we left oh might have been the night after the final was when we flew straight over to Aussie <laughs> oh wow did you win it over there no I think we got last <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> or maybe seconds to last <laughs> oh but we could just flush that right yeah, <laughs> yeah. did you enjoy living in Perth yeah that was great it was so warm um pretty much beach dips like every day oh, yeah. um it felt like a I don't know, I was going to say like a desert, but <laughs> a very commercial desert, buildings and all. Aussie is very hot, isn't it? Yeah, and when I saw the snake sign, I was like, take me back. Yep. <laughs> How was all the travel time? Uh, the travel time was, that was pretty hard. You go from like only having a flight of an hour here to like four hour flights over there. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty um, long. Yeah, because yeah. New Zealand's very small. It's yeah. Like one like one hour flight, done, half an hour flight. But in Aussie, it must be very long. Yeah, it was like a five-hour flight at one point right after we'd already gone to Aussie for that long haul. Oh, wow. That's harsh. <laughs> do you bad. get nervous before games? And if so, how do you deal with the nerves? Yeah, every game, get the nerves the day before, a little bit during the week. Um, how I deal with it, though, is our mental skills coach says that um, our nerves and the feeling of excitement. So getting nervous and getting excited are the same feeling, yeah. which means we can flip it. So whenever I feel nervous, I could be like, I'm just excited. And then that's how we turn it. Yeah, means you care, eh? Yeah, definitely. How do you mentally prepare yourself for a big game or competition? Um, I think for me personally, I always treat it like it's just a normal game. So like whether it's a final or semi-final, it's just a game to me. And I go out to enjoy it the same time every every week pretty much so instead of putting it on a pedestal like we have to win it even though like a little it is a little bit like if I treat it the same as every day go through my same process of like breakfast and then lunch and music then um then everything goes fine do you do you have any um pre-game rituals or superstitions that you follow uh the only main one is eating (laughs) three scrambled eggs on toast with maybe some hash browns but other than that I just do what makes me feel good. If 
I feel like doing something, I'll do it. Yeah. A lot of people say that they have, like, some things they do on the night before. Are you like that or nah? Nah, not really. I could, I just let things come and go, especially <laughs> if, yeah. Do you ever go out to get your, your food? Uh, depends. If I do, like, I always make sure it's, like, a meat thing with a bit of carbs. But, um, <laughs> yeah, generally I organise nothing um, fully so that nothing puts me off if mm. it changes. What's your favourite takeout place? Can I go back with KFC? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Always, always fried chicken. Yeah, fried chicken. <laughs> we can't go wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> the Black Ferns have just returned from the Pacific Four Series. What do you, those top players, bring to the Canterbury team environment? Um, besides, like, big energy and good vibes, they bring a lot of experience. So it's really good with um, our new girls that we've had a lot of them this year, actually. But... Um, for our new girls to learn off people with a lot of experience, like World Cup winning experience. But, yeah. um, that's the main thing they bring. Yeah. Most of the Canterbury players are all black fans. Yeah. <laughs> if you could play for any team in any sport, what would it be and why? Mm. I used to want to be a silver friend, but that has changed to black friends. So I guess rugby, black friends, rugby is an amazing sport and the black yeah. friends are an amazing team. So that's why I'd go for them. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. What's so your favourite ice cream flavour? Cookies and cream. Mm. Cookies and cream? It's the best, I reckon. Everyone likes a bit of cookies and cream. Yeah. What are you guys? Oh. Mint chocolate chip, 100%. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, Most people actually say that, mint chocolate chip. He's the weird one, don't worry about him. Yeah. <laughs> I like orange chocolate chip. Oh, no. no he's, he's weird as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least my one's actually like, people like go- it. Go- <laughs> I say goody goody gun drop. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, everyone loves goody good. What are you, Otis? Goody good gumdrop. Yeah, that's what, that's what my dad gets. It's oh, like yeah. <laughs> cookies and cream and goody goody gumdrop are the two. That They're the two best. No one can not like. It's weird. You got to go sit there and pick out all the lollies. <laughs> <laughs> True. Where do you store all your medals and important rugby stuff? Uh, it's either just on my little drawer that I have, or um, I have a habit of hanging them up on the curtain. So I just put oh, the yeah? first one there and suddenly I put the rest up there, <laughs> right on the end of it. You'll be racking them up now because Canterbury wins it like every year. Oh, I hope we go this year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Canterbury won it. <laughs> so you're giving us good luck. Yep. Yes. Yep. What kind of music do you listen to? Uh, I listen to quite old music normally uh, from about probably 50s onwards, oh, yeah. 50s right. to the 90s, <laughs> which is pretty weird for some of my age. But <laughs> What's your favourite song from the... Time range. That era. Yeah, that era. So it's Sam Cook, either Everybody Likes to Cha 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 <laughs> or um, Sam Cook, oh, Cupid. Oh, yeah, right. cool. Don't have a Walkman you can listen to the to one. Pardon? A Walkman. A Walkman? Yeah. I should buy one. Eh? Yeah, I've got one. He what? has one. Are you serious? Yeah, I've got yeah, a bunch no. of tapes for it as well. It's great. Where did you get it from? Uh, my mum got it for me for my birthday last year and I work at, I do work experience at Dead Video out in Littleton. Oh yeah. And it's like a vintage nerd shop so I just like pick up a tape now mm-hmm. and then. I got a Dirty Dancing soundtrack <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's great. At some point I want to get um, a cassette player. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Buy some records. Yeah. Disc man. That's what yeah. my dad does. My dad's got a bunch of records and he doesn't have a record player. So we're like, oh, we've got to get him one. So we got him one for his birthday and now he plays it in the room with his big speakers. Yeah. That's pretty cool. 
Over your career so far, what are you most proud of? Um, I think it would have to be my Canterbury debut and playing with my sister. Oh, yeah. Um, what, what year did you debut? I debuted in... I debuted last year, 2022. Oh, wow. That was... Yeah, that was the thing I was most proud of because I think a couple of years before when I was in the setup in 2020, I had gotten my shoulder surgery and then I just like watched everyone play pretty much and watched my friends debut and I was like, I just want to be out there. So as soon as that happened, I was like, this is the greatest moment ever. <laughs> and now you've been playing for Mata 2 and The Force. Yeah, which is pretty cool as well. Yeah. What do you enjoy the most about being a professional athlete? Um... I guess getting paid to play rugby as a woman, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like just the new pathway that's there, that would be yeah. the best thing ever. Exactly. At the Canterbury Rugby Open Home, you lost a bouncy castle <laughs> race to a 15-year-old. Do you feel like this has damaged your reputation? Uh, definitely. You know, I can't tell anyone <laughs> I lost it because I just have my head done. <laughs> What's on Instagram now? Yeah, it's true. Do you want to uh, rematch them? Yeah, and I'll share it. I'll be like, oh get a rematch yeah. <laughs> hopefully they have another open home or another bouncy cast and we can rematch round two yeah, exactly just go just find some little girl's birthday party and just quickly do a race on it <laughs> <laughs> we need to borrow this <laughs> yeah let's definitely do that oh we should just ask them for the bouncy castle like exactly. at our home games right do they still do that oh well they can you. now well i think actually on the canterbury home days they do do a bouncy castle sometimes yeah yeah i'll have to get permission to <laughs> jump on it because i'm probably too old and too fat for <laughs> Half time, just run on. Yeah. Quickly do the like, race. What's one of those players doing there? <laughs> Should be half a machine. Time. Yeah. yeah. Half Definitely time. Definitely rematch. You'll probably win that one too, though. <laughs> well, that's it for the interview. Would like to say thanks for coming and talking to us. We realise you're super busy and we really appreciate you giving up some of your spare time to chat with us. We love hearing from amazing sports people, hearing about their day to day lives and about sport can have a positive impact on us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having Thank me. I've really enjoyed Cheers. being here. This is The Huddle. Sports, passion, positivity. Yeah, man, it's that boy Bobby Wayne, man. You know how he does it, man. Coming to you live my chicken coop. CNC, baby. Hello. Go check out Bobby Wayne at CNC Chicken and Cornbread. You'll find him at Bexley Garage on Pages Road. Bobby opens at 11.30 till he's sold out Wednesday to Saturday. <laughs>